article and, and hear people constantly in Christian circles talking about the fear of Christian burnout. Everyone's afraid of getting burned out if I get sucked into children's church or have to serve at the door. Afraid of getting burned out for Jesus Christ. Yet, in my life, and I'm 50 plus, in my life, I've never read an article about how to get over golf burnout. In my lifetime, I've never read an article on how to get over hunting burnout. You've been dove hunting. You've been bow hunting. You've been goose hunting. You've been deer hunting. You've been geese hunting. You've been duck hunting. Listen, we need to write a magazine on how to help hunters get over a hunter burnout. Hunters don't have hunter burnout. They just go and go and go and go forever. They love it. They eat it up. It's a delight to them, not a burden to them. In all my life, I've never ever in the month of January read an article on how to get over shopping burnout. I've never seen it. Maybe you're burned out from loving on people and buying gifts and shopping. Well, listen, here's ten tips on how to get over uh, shoppers' uh, burnout. I've never in America... I get Sports Illustrated delivered to the house. I've never in Sports Illustrated seen an article, tips on how to get over sports burnout. Gosh, you've been watching college, now you've been watching the pro football, now it's basketball and hockey season, and the All-Star game was last night, and basket. listen, listen, 30 days from March Madness, and it'll be basketball mania, and it, here's 10 tips on how to help you cope with sports burnout. What I'm saying is most Christians aren't suffering from burnout. Most Christians are suffering because there's no flame lit. And what I'm challenging this morning is get the flame lit for Jesus Christ this morning and don't look for the first mile marker. You step beyond the first mile marker and you kick it on up to the second and third mile. We're not carrying Christ's burden in service this morning because we have to or we're being made to. Listen. We're serving Christ because we choose to. And therefore we get to. We're privileged to. This is us. That's the attitude of Cornerstone Baptist Church. Let me wrap it. Many, many, many people who attend church here are second mile Christians. You can find them at both services. You can find them serving at one, tending one. You can find them at Wednesday nights up here doing stuff. You can find them serving throughout the week. They go the second mile. You say, why do they? Because that's the spirit of Cornerstone Baptist Church. That's the spirit of who we believe Christ has called us to be. We want to be known in this community not as the biggest, not as the coolest, but we want to be known as the lovingest second mile group of people you've ever met in your life. And I want to challenge you this morning to shift your attitude this morning. Last week we talked about mission, making disciples. This morning we're talking about attitude, service, going beyond the first mile into the, to the second mile. Listen, I want you to decide that after this morning, you're no longer going to be looking for the first mile marker. Translated, you're no longer going to be looking for the minimum requirements of respectability. Listen, I could help our students. I can help you immensely in your future. Listen to what I'm about to say. Go beyond the first mile. Your teacher says, read a 50-page book and do a book report. Read a 75-page book and do a book report. They say, do, that, do a little bit more than that. 
You say, but who wants to do that? I'll tell you what, it paid big dividends one day. When it conditions you to go just a little. Listen, your boss wants you to get this done this week. How about getting this done too? And just do it. Don't be made to do it. Don't even have, let them ask you to do it. Just find something to do beyond what you're required to do and do it. You say, well, who wants to do that? People who want to raise. People who want a promotion. People who want to go somewhere. That's who. You say, well, you're doing everything you're doing for reward? No, but I'm a little motivated by that, actually. It's not all about reward, but I'd like, I, sure would, I sure don't want to live my whole Christian life. And Jesus sees me and said, meets requirements. You know what that means? No raise. I lived in the corporate world a long time. It means no raise. It means you did only what was required to do. The little box you're looking for on the annual review is the one that's over there to the right that says exceeds expectations. That's second mile employee right there. And what I'm challenging you this morning, Jesus said, be second milers. And that means in generosity and relationships and giving and every aspect of your life. Now, I'm going to wrap with this and, and I'm done. Our church has 10 main areas of service, volunteer service, places you can serve. There's 10 categories. Within those categories, there's 20 specific, 26 specific roles in those 10 categories. And within those 26 job descriptions, there's one hundred slots of service at least it takes between 50 and 100 volunteers for us to have church this morning the way we want to have it today at least 50 to 100 people will be serving voluntarily in a role in this church isn't that wonderful this morning at those tables there's an online link that we're about to put up this was already blasted to you this morning it's in the morning blast it'll be everywhere for you to access If you don't do electronic, there's tables and paper right there this morning. And here's what we're going to challenge you to do in the flip of the service. We ought to be able to enlist 100 volunteers today in those 26 areas of service. Some of them are new ministries that do not exist at this moment. They will exist in a few weeks. Some of them are existing ministries. It takes 100 people. I mean, 50 to 100 people just to do what we're doing right now. You say, well, who does all of that? If you're asking the question, obviously not you. Does that make sense? I'm not saying it in a berating way. I'm just saying if, if you don't know, then it's the other people or who do or who are doing it. Uh, but, but this series is about who are we as Cornerstone. Every member of Cornerstone ought to be able to say, if you're ever asked, what's Cornerstone about? I'll tell you what our attitude's about. Go on second mile. And we believe you ought to attend, but you also ought to serve somewhere and when i say you ought to serve and you ought to sign up for service today you, you can read the job descriptions online you can read the job descriptions back there uh, if you want to do it that way when i say you ought to serve it, it, it usually does not require every week they're usually on rotations where you serve a week you're off a week or you serve one month and you're off one month it will not suck the life out of you but it will require another thing you say well, i just don't I, I i've served my time it's not prison It, it, once you step past church attendance into the second mile, it's freedom. It, it, it's liberty. Let me give you a beautiful illustration. We had an Ice Wednesday some weeks ago, and we canceled the, the formal service, on, the, the Bible study on Wednesday. 
and uh, we, we said it's icy outside. None of y'all try to get up here. That was a few weeks ago, and, and so there were some of us up here anyway, packing up Christmas decorations, and just some people doing, doing a little work on a Wednesday night. No, no, no children's classes, no youth classes, no, no adult classes, just a little work happened. We canceled everything formal, and I looked up at the doors as I was coming in and out of the building, and there was Yule standing and I'm thinking, Yule, don't you know we canceled church tonight? You see, Yule's job is the door greeter. He's a door opener. And I'm like, Yule, we're not having church tonight. He's like, well, I'm here, and I'm serving. And so as the workers were carrying stuff and moving stuff, he's, I bet he opened the door a hundred times. It's freezing cold. And I just saw him standing by the door, and I thought, there it is right there. There it is. You want to know what second mile looks like? It looks like serving, not because you have to. You say, what in the world was he doing up here? He wanted to be here. He wanted to be, wanted to, not had to. The reward is found in the second mile. You say, well, pastor, it's hard to get excited about a job. Yeah, that's why we don't have jobs here at Cornerstone. We have ministries. Ministry is impossible not to get excited about because you choose to. Not have to. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Let me give this simple plea right now. Our hour is late, so I can't protract the service. Let me give you a simple plea this morning. I'm speaking to Christians who maybe have got into the rut of first mile Christianity. It's it's a terrible rut. You've got to get out of it this morning. And you've got to decide in your heart and in your mind that that's not going to be me. I'm going to be a second mile Christian. I'm going to go beyond minimum basic requirements for a baby Christian. And every step I take beyond the first mile is going to be a step for Jesus. Not because anybody makes me, but because I choose to love Christ and I choose to honor Him with my service. It's my choice. That's why it's freedom. It's your choice. This morning, you're going to read some job descriptions, whether it's here in the back in just a moment or online. I want you to pray right now, God, you show me where you want me to serve. God, maybe you've already been speaking to my heart. I'm sure he has about some area of service. God, make it clear today where you want me to serve and where you want me to use my gifts.